Hi, friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In Season 2, Episode 32, Sasha describes the power of self-retreat. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Good afternoon, Brave Enough community. Thanks for tuning in. It is Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and today I'm going to be talking about something I recently did. During all of this extra time on the weekends of a pandemic, I found myself at home. I had already cleaned out all of my closet and drawers and basements and everything else. <laughs> about 1000 times. And I thought, what am I going to do today? I really need to keep myself busy. You know, I'm, I was looking for the next thing to slay, to accomplish, to reorganize, to throw away, you know, all the things that we do when we find ourselves having extra time, heaven forbid it's rest, right? Well, I'm going to take you through something I did recently based on a book I read that was so interesting and I thought I would share it with you. But first, I want to encourage you, if you have not picked up your copy of Between Grit and Grace, please go to barnesandnoble.com, Amazon, or Target and buy yourself a copy and buy something for another friend. Buy one for your friend because it is basically the perfect book to go on a self-retreat. So what I'm talking about today is the power of a self-retreat. And Between Grit and Grace, as you know, I wrote it as a workbook. So it has passages in it, space for notes, and it really poses to you questions that you probably have not asked yourself in a very long time, if not ever. So I want to encourage you to pick that up. But what am I talking about today about a self-retreat? Like, what does that even mean? Well, let me tell you, very rarely in our time, in our life, do we take time to be by ourselves. And I'm not talking about going to some, you know, yoga convention or like dropping your cell phone in a basket and leaving, you know, your entire family for the weekend. Although that sounds kind of wonderful for those of us that have been locked up with multiple family members for weeks upon weeks. I have to admit, you know, I wouldn't be like, super upset if I had to escape to a hotel for a weekend, but that's not what I'm talking about. You do not need to leave your house to have a retreat. What I'm talking about is something I did a couple weekends ago and I did it on a Saturday. I cleared some space and it was so revolutionary for me. And I thought that I would share what I considered my own little personal self-retreat. Now I had just finished reading a couple books. I read, uh, the Visionary Leader by Michael Hyatt. It's a new book. And then I am taking this class on the Enneagram, which is all about my own personality. And so I was reading, reading the Enneagram book, The Path Back to You. And both of those books kind of got me thinking a lot about why I choose to do the things I do. Basically, why I choose to spend my time the way I do. Now, this entire COVID-19 pandemic has just rocked my world as it has probably yours. It has so changed my day-to-day work life that it's almost like I can't even remember what it was like in February whenever, you know, we stopped all kind of going to work and going home and that's it. And I have not traveled in weeks upon weeks. I have not gone to a restaurant. I have not gone to a store. I haven't spoken an event. I'm just, my life is totally different. And 
because of that, I've started doing a lot of learning because I'm a learner. I'm like a lifelong learner. I love to read. You know this about me. I'm an avid reader. And so of course I thought, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to take this class, this Enneagram class. This will be perfect because it'll have something that I'll be learning and I'll be learning about myself and I'll be learning how to relate to others. And then when I get, when we get kind of back to post COVID time, I'll have a new skill and new knowledge under my belt. And then I thought, well, I'm going to read this leadership book. So I read these things and I just realized like, man, I need to like escape to a, you know, hotel for a Saturday and just kind of really focus internally on myself and ask myself, why am I doing all these events? Why am I running a business? Why am I working so many hours at the hospital? Why am I writing academically? I need to really ask myself the why, because basically what I need is a vision for my life. And this, this whole stopping of all of these, of this trajectory that we're on this, you know, this March forward, it's kind of made me pause and go, why am I doing all of these things? Let's get back to the basics. Okay. So I decided I was going to give myself a Saturday retreat in my home, <laughs> in my bedroom, um, in my, on my desk, like where I work. I have a little area in my room that's kind of away from everybody else. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to just give myself time. Um, and I'm going to really retreat and I'm going to ask myself, what are, what's my vision? What are my goals? And really I'm going to ask myself why now I'm not going to lie. It's not like I was super excited to do this. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be, you know, six to eight hours of really great questions. And I'm going to come out of there with just intense energy and vision and clarity. Uh, no, (laughs) I think I'm going to be really honest. I was kind of dreading it, but I knew that the way I've been spending my time lately I was on a path to burn up and I did not, I I thought, you know what, there is a reason for everything. All of you know that I'm a very spiritual person and I just decided maybe God is trying to get my attention and maybe there's something that he wants me to evaluate in my life that was going on before this and maybe alter it and change it a bit. And so that I'm a more improved person after, but more so that I have clarity around my vision So I got a little artsy and I took into my retreat a couple different things. I took some books that I liked with some passages that I have read lately. I took a notebook, a journal and a pen. I took my Bible, which is very, you know, important for me scripture wise. I took a board, a big white piece of paper, some markers so I could write and draw a vision board so I could write a path to, you know, why do I do this? And I basically took a self inventory, like an in-depth inventory on what are my priorities? And then in one, the next column, how much of my day do I spend on these priorities? Whoa. That was like a light switch went off. Okay. That was really hard actually, because I can say that my priority is my family, but if I'm only spending 10% of my day with my family, then that's not really accurate. Then the way that I'm spending my time is not reflecting my true priorities. So this was really humble. I'm not going to lie. It was hard. 
it was like a slap in the face. And I looked at the last couple years of my life and I went, whoa. I also recognized when I did the self inventory that there were a lot of things I was doing just to please others. You know, I was doing things that other people asked me to do because they, because, you know, they tell me I'm good at this or they tell me they need my help with this. But those things were pretty low on my own personal priority list. And yet I was spending hours doing them. That's another woe, right? Like man slap in the face. Why am I doing this just to please someone else when it's precious commodity? Because what's really at the top of my priority is my family and time with my kids. And yet I was doing these other things. I was noticing when I looked back at my calendar that were taking time away from me that I really didn't see when I, in my list of priorities, why was I doing that? This was a big wake up call for me. And then once I did this self inventory, which took a couple hours, I really retreated into the why. And I really started thinking about why is that my goal? You know, I have some, for example, financial goals that I want to achieve by the time I'm a certain age. But what this retreat did for me was it really made me define why. Why do I have that financial goal? And what I realized is because I want to be able to spend more time with my family. So again, I redefined those goals to be an alignment with my vision And I got to this place where I realized I need a vision. I need a vision for my life. In the next five years, where is my life going? What is my vision? What is it that I want to be? Who do I want to be? What do I want to represent? What values do I want people to know about me? Is it that I'm an author who sells a bunch of books? Is it that I'm a doctor who takes care of so many patients and does these procedures? Is it that I'm a mother? What is it that I'm really trying to achieve here? And what is my vision that I'm working towards? Because all of my goals should fall under that vision. And I realized I didn't have one. So I read this great book by Michael Hyatt, the visionary leader, the vision, I think it's the vision driven leader. And I read this book and I realized like I need a vision script for my life. Now the book is really built for your business and building a business and being a leader in your organization or your institution. But I kind of reflected differently and I looked at it as my life as sashashilcut.com. If I was an organization, what would I want to be known for? Where am I going? And when I took the inventory of how I spend my time, there were a lot of things on there that did not fit with that vision. Ouch. Okay. This was, I'm just being real. (laughs) There's a lot of people perhaps that I spend time with that don't really support that vision. Why? Why am I wasting time? And it was really interesting because during this 10-hour day, I find found myself just weeping, just really weeping because I realized that there were a couple people in my life that don't get my vision and they never will. And yet I spend time doing things to please these people for a vision that I know they don't buy into. So what am I doing with that? Now, if the, if my vision was to, you know, 
be a shining example, then that's fine. But if my vision is something different, then I need to get rid of those, the, the time that I'm spending trying to please these people, right? And move on towards other relationships. Um, and I think this is really important because I think we all have those critics in our life that really can bring us down. And we all have those people that we're constantly trying to please, that we never feel like we measure up, that we never feel that we can actually get to. And then we have this other group of people that are our biggest fans and our supporters and the people that love us and our friends and our family and our coworkers that that get us. And oftentimes we can spend hours. This is what I thought about during my retreat. Why am I spending hours trying to get those couple people that are on the fence to be sitting in the fan section? Why am I not just living my life victoriously forward with vision, pleasing the people that I know I care about, that actually care about me, right? So it was so freeing from a personal standpoint, and I didn't expect that, but I honestly was like, man, what am I doing? Because when you take a self-inventory of how you spend your time, you're really taking a self inventory of your priorities. And we can say a million times like, oh yeah, I just love this. I love, you know, I really love exercising. But if you never exercise, do you really love exercising? Probably not. Maybe you liked it, the idea of being an exercise person, but you're not in it. You, you're, that's not who you are. Okay, so it's, it was really convicting to do this. And I wanted to talk about it because I thought maybe some of you during this downtime could have time to do a self-retreat. Now, the, the last thing that I did was I really set goals, new goals set on based on my vision. And those looked very differently. I, re, I actually wrote out like a week plan of what my week would look like based on my new vision. And out of that, I recognized, man, I got to have some crucial conversations because there's some things I'm doing that do not at all fit in my vision. So how do we do that? Okay. So the first thing we do is we kind of re, re, re do this self inventory. You know, we take our own vitals and we recognize like, how am I spending my time? And this does not have to be like super granular. You can make big sections and kind of estimate how many times, how many hours a day that you spend in each of these areas. And then you have to look at like, how does this fit with my goals? Well, what are my goals? Maybe you don't even know. That's okay. Make three-month goals, make one-year goals, and five-year goals. And your three-month goals really should be based on what you do every day. And the most, the smartest people in the world say you should pick three things to accomplish a day and just stick to those three things. Because again, I talked about this in the last podcast, the more you accomplish, even if they're small goals, the more it builds your self-confidence because you've kept a promise to yourself, right? And then it's like a constant positive circle going forward. So you want to be able to achieve smaller goals first. So define those goals for yourself. Then it's the whole vision setting, like, okay, you know, if you don't know your vision, you don't know where you're going. Your goals should reflect your vision and your vision in life is really like where your future is. It's not where you are now. It's your future. Okay. So I have a very specific vision of where I want my life to be in the future. 
And do I have the permission to change that? Absolutely. But is it so important for me to have that vision so that when I'm focused moving forward, I have goals that I can say yes and no to? That's the beauty of having goals too. If you have goals set, when someone asks you to do something, it's like a, it's like a, it's a filter. You're like, well, does it fit with my goal? Nope. Guess what? Saying, well, okay, sure. I'll do that. That, that doesn't sound very great or convincing, but you know what? We do that because we don't have a goal. So we think, well, should we do that? I don't know. But if we have a goal and the ask that you just got doesn't fit in that goal, it's a lot easier to look back at the person and say, thank you so much. It just doesn't fit in my goal right now, but thank you. Okay. That sounds better. And it, and it's honest. And it sounds like you're in the driver's seat because you are. But if we don't know what that vision is, we don't know what our goals are. And so I want to encourage you to just sit down and do some vision scripting. Think about it. Like I took several hours to kind of develop this and it's about a paragraph on what I want to accomplish in the next five years, what, where I want my life to go, where I see it, where I am emerging it. If it's not big and risky, it's probably not something that is visionary. Okay. We all know visionary people. They're the people that can see forward into the future. We love following those people. They're passionate. When it's you and your own life, what better time is there or thing is there to be passionate about than your where your own life is moving? Because life is short, right? So every day count, counts. Every minute matters. So I hope that I gave you some just a short little encouragement on a self retreat. I did it. I, I think I spent like seven hours that day and it was so eye opening. And then afterwards I, the next day I sat down with my husband and we talked about it over dinner and I just kind of explained. And it was so interesting. Cause he was like, I did not know that. I didn't know that you wanted to do that. I had no idea that you were working hard towards this. I just thought you were doing X and Y, Z to achieve those small goals. I'm like, no, they all are working towards this bigger goal. And he had no idea. The person I live with, my best friend didn't know. So I also want to encourage you when you're done doing this to share, share with a close friend, share with your spouse, share with your parent, share with a coworker, somebody you really trust, a mentor, a sponsor. What is your vision? Get some feedback on it. You will be surprised. Some of the things that I had in there, my husband knew and some he did not. So I want to encourage you to be open about it with yourself and just give yourself the gift of time right now. Put down the Netflix, <laughs> put, put down the, you know, the, the, the binge watching or whatever you're doing to kind of numb out and go inward. It takes courage. I understand it's not super fun at first, but let me tell you it, the rewards are great. And as always, live brave. This has been an HSG production.